When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When we're on, today's guest, we've got the lovely Kyle Faulkner. How are we, brother? Good, man. Thanks, first of all, mate, thanks for coming on the show. Never I appreciate man. it, mate. I know you're a busy man. And second of all, congratulations on your album. Get released. Like I say, mate, there's no questions, mate. We just kind of fucking roll with it. Talk about, go back for the past, where you were grew up, born, how it all started. Um, I was born in Dundee, Nine Miles Hospital, um, 1987. Uh, six in the six, 87, cracking day. Um, day life. Yeah. Um, went to school, played football, um, snooker, that was my thing, and then got a guitar, got done in, went to, got done in. Joke um, about age? About 13, I always used, I used to get done in, but I got really done in one time with golf clubs a lot, and then after that, my, my, my brother-in-law bought us a guitar, and says, like, you need to kind of stop going out for a bit, and, and that's kind of... That became when I became obsessed with it. And the Beatles, the Beatles and getting done in changed my life. That was my thing. It's funny because you hear it for a lot of people. You always get, oh, I got done in too. That's what changed my life. And it's like, I really did though. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then we were, we were kind of the band. I think everyone in St. John's high school was obsessed with it. It was either they were into the Stone Roses, the Beatles or Oasis, but it was like kind of all three. Um, and then we just started covering them songs in a band. And then. Mm-hmm. We started beating the Irish dancers, which was a big thing, because the Irish dancers used to win the talent show every year, and we mm-hmm. kind of won. And with that 30 quid, you used to win. We'd, we'd, we'd back at it. And like, <laughs> yeah, and go, you've got to give it to charity. What's the point of getting a competition if you can't spend it on a carry? Well, you're 14 year old. What was that way? So that's where um, it started, 13 then. Was it gang fighting? Yeah, um, yeah the, 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 there was always gangs in Dundee, but it was just like chasing each other. But right, you just chase, you never get caught. Aye, but aye, the one aye. time I did get caught, it was like, oh shit. It was yeah. like, Oh no, just chasing it eventually, it was turned around. <laughs> my boys were there, I was like, shit. Shite bags on the way, they can fucking help you. 
So uh, there's loads of debates of who ran back that day. Uh, it's still to this day when you're in the swallow in the party. It's like, I came back for you now, you know what? <laughs> you left me for dead. <laughs> so that's when it started, 13. But that's classic Dundee, mate, because I was a bit wary coming here the day you see his mate's in Dundee. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. Did we start bringing the nice and guns with it? <laughs> anyway, quarter this beautiful place. The place is, it's spot one, man. Lovely. This uh, is well, your local then, man. Well, this, is, this used to be called the Doghouse. Um, but uh, So we... When we first became like, a, a, we used to play in a place called the Bayview, because my cousin rent, uh, had a pub, so he just gave it for, for nothing. It was, so that's where we got our name, the Bayview. But then but it was it wasn't a very good. Like we, we had to sort of get out of there. Um, I think we were, we were drinking too much, and we were like, I ended up drinking the bar dry one time. And it was like we had one debt and stuff. So we came here and we, we painted the whole top floor for Sarah. I used to run it, and she was like, right, you could just rehearse for free. But then once we got it all looking nice, we had that wee Super Nintendo, and we were living off her. Uh, super noodles for the little across the road and we used to just like share them and just like hey I cut a kettle and we never left the place again we'd stay overnight and just pretend we were leaving because we had a key and we'd just stay, stay there overnight mm -hmm. hey metal parties and then once once like other bands knew that it was a cool bit they were like when we were when we first got signed we stopped touring and the other bands were coming in and they kind of ruined it took over and it was like people were getting charged to go up there and I was like what's happened to our room where's our gear where's my Super Mario Brothers <laughs> I mean it was that gone but, uh, so, yeah, so that's but, what I started then Dundee the band what age yeah. did um, you get well, we, well we started the band when we were 14 and then we done covers and then we kind of split up because I can't remember what happened people were getting apprentices and stuff and apprenticeships and everybody was getting into different stuff and then we went away and then we kept, it was my, my dad's funeral and we were kind of the first time I'd seen the boys in ages and we were like kind of pissed up, we were about 16, like want to get a band together again. It was like, right, okay, we'll definitely do it because my, my cousin's got a pub. Mm -hmm. So we've done it and then <clears throat> after that, like Kieran was writing songs and I was writing, we've both been writing for a while, but we're like, oh, these are actually pretty good once we got together and done them. Mm -hmm. But that's how I kind of started, yeah. So the boys, you were in the band of Huey, you start a brotherhood, you grew up with these boys yeah. in school. Yeah, yeah prime, like nursery, primary, high school. They were all a year above me in school. Mm -hmm. um, and then that just kind of we just always been together. So it's when did you realise? Fuck me, we've got something here. We're 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 brilliant. We're decent here. Um, I'm not sure. Like maybe if it, I think it was when my, my brother-in-law came down the stairs when we were rehearsing. We had like four songs. It was like Claudia coming down, uh, Superstar Tradesman, and someone else. And and he came down, and, and my brother-in-law was like, "Wow, that's really good." And he was somebody I was respected because he played guitar and stuff, mm -hmm. and he kind of taught me a couple of things. And I was like. Oh wow, it must be good. And then we went up the stairs because we were still doing covers, but we had like four of our own songs. And people were going mental. Because I used to play on my own up above the, in, in the Bayview. And I used to play like Gary Barlow covers and that. And it's just like any of the, the, the females shouted out, like, Gary! And I'd be like, never. Now it's time. And I broke out of our taps. And I'd be like, oh, this is no bad. I'm paid for this. Okay? So I had my NPA system and I was like, what? And I was becoming a wee bit of a thing. So I was like, come on, the next time I'm playing, I'm going to actually bring my band. They were like, boo. And I was like, nah, they're good, honestly. Okay? And they get they got a battle the night, I mean, but it was good. But after that, then it was like I remember Kieran was like, "Oh, this my mate's band called the Color Angels." But we were like, "What actual band?" And because this was a pub, mm -hmm. this is like a venue. Well, it was a venue. Well, it still is, but it's not. It used to be a major venue. Uh -huh. And they were like, "Oh, the Color Angels are playing." It was like, "Come in, oh, we're getting to play with them." And we went, "What a real gig! What a shitting myself." <laughs> I'd be running a bit, like getting shots of jackets and what we're gonna wear and for. <laughs> Like, oh, you got to carry it, and I'm, oh my God, freaking out. And we only played four songs, but I remember my sister videoed it, and it was, I remember that was the first ever gig in here. So it must have been, I was 17, and they must have been 18, so, and then we got signed like a year after that. So we'd just been then, used to, we'd done this thing called the World Tour of Dundee, and we played all the, all the, the worst pubs in Dundee. Right, and all the worst like, pubs? Well, no worst, but the, 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 the roughest, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like to us, that was like where we drunk, you know what I mean? But 
now like they're all shut down and stuff, but that was like mental. Like we played like uh, played the rock, the rock in Venus Hill, which was mental. It was like, oh, people were sniffing gear on, <laughs> on the stage, you know, and just like oh, hey, people just going up and like that was mental. It was like, Do you remember any of that? I can't really remember back in the day because that was I the mean, wild days. That, that was like that. This was like dead early on, but. There was a lot going on then. I mean, even when we got signed and stuff, we didn't realise how big a deal it was because we were kind of always uh, treated like kids up until about now. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, right, so honestly, like, I was always like, oh, here, how much are we getting paid for that gig? Like, ah, what, what do you want to know that for? So we were always a bit, wee bit stupefied with that thing. We just thought oh, it was getting done for a while. I mean, we've had about 12 different managers. So it's like, it's no good thing. You speak to other bands that do well, it's like, it's because they've had decent management. So well, finally... Yeah, I think I, I think I've like so now. I've got good guidance now. I'm in a good I'm in a good position. But I think like just for ages, we weren't interested. You know what I mean? We were we were into getting smashed and playing the gigs. Even the gigs got in the way. Do you know what I mean? It was like it was just a big a big pirate bus. Just a big party. Just like, going every big place. Yeah. And yeah, it was <laughs> mental. Yeah. Uh, I wish you'd have teamed up with you then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy days. Yeah. But teaming the part more as well. That must have been a buzz for you. That must have been. When did you realise, right, I'm, I'm making it here, I'm, I'm really doing something in my life, did it scare the shit out of you? No, I, I don't think I've ever done that, we, we were, we, we were a bit, uh, we were dead cocky, you know, and like, it was like, I think like, when, I mean, it was small things, Kevin, for us, because you're heroes and stuff, I remember like, we played with Noel Gallagher in the Royal Albert Hall, and it was just even going about, it was like, shit, Noel's kicking about in that, Ken, it was like, that was your hero, Ken. So that was a big deal, Ken, but like, we were headline Glastonbury and it was just like, whatever, Ken, we were playing at gigs, played three gigs that day and it was like it was kind of we had just come back from New Zealand and it was like there's loads of stuff can we play class and be like six times now or something it's like but, but back in the day can now it's like oh shit we want a headline yeah <laughs> but it's like when we were headlining we were just like right man let's go let's go and get I mean on that when I played on that that class and stage I mean if somebody showed me on a, a YouTube party can I was at a party like about a year ago Somebody, you've seen Glastonbury, you're off, you're not there, went, I can't mind that. But I was like, oh, I them pellets, get I mean, some of them sweaters, or you know, like, yeah, it's like nine o'clock at night at Glastonbury, I'm like, why would I do that? Like, uh -huh. I wouldn't dream of doing that now. Like, uh -huh. kind of like, 100,000 people? Oh, it's, oh, mate, it was mental. Were you on the call the I, I, I can't even remember, like, actually playing the gig, but I remember just going, I was, I was going really fast, it was like, yes, yes, it was fast, good. <laughs> right, no, on a bad way. <laughs> like, at least you got the job done, got the job done, okay? boom, 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 boom. Okay. But that's just, like I say, that's a lot of blood, but now, you have, you have matured. You've been to rehab three times. Yeah. How's that? How have you found all that? Um, it's good, uh, uh, rehab's good for anybody, can anybody, it's, if even if you've not got a problem, it's still good, that it's like you'll find a problem. Okay? I mean, no, I'm saying that that's how you should go, but, I mean, the first couple of times I went, it was kind of, it was kind of, you going, you going. I was like, no, I stopped nudging. I was kind of, no, I don't want to go. Like, I think you should go, you should go. So the first time I was just like, yeah, like it'll be good, kind of, it's Thailand. But no, I've been to Thailand that many times now. It's like, it's no, it's like, I love the place, but like, this was like, you were going to jail the first couple of times. But the third time I went, I was like, kind of, wasn't it? I wasn't attacking it serious. I was just looking to get a pal, and there was this Glaswegian boy, James. He was, uh, like, his name James as well, but he was like, he was oh, like, guys. he was like, really sounded, he, can you meet all these people that have got serious issues, serious, serious issues? And I was like, wait, I'm just talking to piss here, I don't belong here. Mm -hmm. And by the third time it had happened, I was like, wait, maybe I do belong here, can I? And I remember, like, my, the people in the rehab were saying, like, see, after a month, if you do a month and you're getting on good, you can go to the studio. And it was always like, I was like, yes, okay, I'll just I'll pretend I'm really good, and I'll run about, and I'll run every day, and I'll, I'll speak polite, and I'll, I'll listen to people's stories, and I'll, I'll share, and all this. And then the month came, and I was like, 
kind of like Christmas day, right? Yes, I went out and a big social meeting, like, no, everyone doesn't, you're not ready to go. I went, what? And they kept them for two months, and it was like, like, pure. Honestly, that was me, like, pure cuff me up, take me away. Three months, yeah, fucking. No, it wasn't Christmas, it was, but it felt like Christmas day for me, like, when it happened, like, because I was, I was like, it was Christmas day was taken away from me. I was like, what? Again, right? So. But the first time, like I say, admitting you've got problems is a fucking, it's so scary, whether it's drink, shagging, gambling, anger. It's scary because you go, you don't want it, we think we're alright. I used to go to my gambling meetings, I used to look about and go, I'm not as bad as fucking him, I'm not as bad as him, but sure as fuck, a week later I'm back gambling, pouring yeah. away and stuff, fucking lying, all the bullshit in the day, and then you go, wait a minute, have I got a problem? Because yeah. we all look at people and we think, I'm not as bad as fucking him, everybody else, but it's all for us. But now you're only straight and narrow, man, you've released your new album, everything's gone good in it. You've got yeah. a new baby daughter, one and a half. Yeah, she's one and a half, yeah, wild, she's... Which is good. Um, seeing them things, I always think, oh, Hannah Byrne must be mental because uh, I've been a But it's, it's quite, I've taken it in my stride, you know what I mean? It's not like, I don't think like, shit, can it? It's like, I, I really enjoy it, can it? It's like, somebody, what, what was it? I was in, I was in the hot, I went to pick up something for my sister today, and she, she's a nurse. And I can't remember what it was, but I went into to the hot, I can't remember what I was in for, but I was, uh, she was just like, pick up this bag, and I went in, and the, the wife was like, Oh, and she went, oh, so how, how are you getting on with the daughter? And I went, oh, it's absolutely dead. And she went, sorry, it's okay, is that good? I went, I never fucking say it's okay. I said, it's amazing. And, went, and I was like, then I go spreading stuff. And I said, it's okay. I said, I love my daughter. You know what I mean? Like, that's some shit starts, you know what I mean? It's fucking hard. You'd either play Glastonbury any day, <laughs> ball up naked for ekies, <laughs> and sit and watch the way. That's how hard that is. It is. It's difficult, especially, but do you think that's one of the reasons you changed as well and said, right, fuck it, I'm going to rehab and I'm going to a real bash? Um, I don't know, I think like because when we were in rehab, like you're no meant, you're no meant to, there's no shagging away in rehabs, but uh, that was where <laughs> she was. That, that, that was where the where Bern was conceived in the rehab. So. <laughs> so, but we were actually trends. I thought like, I'll just do it, and then it was like, I mean, I honestly went and says, look, I've got this dart, and I was like going to be pacing the room. This was like when I was just kind of coming to myself, uh-huh. been in for like a sort of three weeks, maybe a month, and I'm just like couldn't really sit down and vomiting every day, and I'm really no good. I'm in a bad place, and I'm still like. I'm just like fidgety and I'm no real listening, I'm no happy I'm there. And I went, right, like, okay, I'm out of there. And I said, look, I'm sorry. And I was trying to, I said, look, if this dart goes in this board first time, can I see any of them stories here, but it's true as fuck. And I went, if this goes in here, I'm out, uh, uh, if this hits the bullseye, water's pregnant, and that's it, and that life's changing, honestly. And I swear to God that I was pure, I'm no bad at that, to be honest. Ken. <laughs> but I was like, pure, Ken, Ken, no, none of the well, shaky handshake, Ken's have been off the belly for a while, Ken, pure. Went, right, and then I went, yeah. So the next day, I didn't even ask what if she was pregnant. I knew she was pregnant. I was like, she went, guess what? I went, I can. <laughs> so I was like, she's pregnant. So like, that, that was when Anne kind of changed after that. And then, the I don't know, but there's there been a couple of like, kind of couple of flip ups, because Artie does, but it's like no like full yeah, on, do you know what I mean? It's like, I, I get that, I told myself back in line, do you know what right. I mean? It's like, there's it's no running two or three years and four yeah. years, it's a couple yeah, of weeks like, then. Yeah, because I used to go on benders for like weeks on end, and I was like, and then it was like, I always thought that I never had any pals, but then my pals that were we as I wasn't, kind of what I met, I mean, I was, I was at a barbecue the other day with, with any of my good pals, and he was like, he was like, here, just old, just no being funny, but you did, you, there was a bit of three, four years, you were a dick. You were a fucking arsehole. <laughs> still getting right? And I was like, I was like, what? When was I a dick to you? And mate, loads of people say that. It was not just me. He says, but I'm your good pal, and that's what I tell you. He says, but that is not, I'm saying you're sound as fuck now, though. I was like, but I was just, ah, them years, I was thinking I was sound, and he was going, nah, you were a dick. And I was like, shit. Ken, because like, you've kind of the mentality in your head, you think, oh, oh Abdi loves me, I'm sound, yeah. I'm, I'm the funny guy, but okay. you're no, you're a guy that flies asleep aye, with, aye. and like, marks a cunt in yourself, do you get know what I mean? Aye, you're like... shaving somebody's eyebrows off. Yeah. <laughs> but the loudest man in the room is the weakest as well, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Try to, it's a shield in it, 
I was always a loud daft guy. I was always for there because it's a mask. You want everybody to think he's fucking, he's a great guy. He loves himself and he knows how to have a good time. But they never see me in the house fucking depressed, suicidal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Hate yeah, life. Yeah. And they don't really see that side of you. But at a party, you've got the dick out and you're tapping <laughs> the tables, man. You're line after line and you're loving life and you think you're big. But all the, all the gear that I was taking, I was fucking balls. Yeah. I had all sorts of debt. And I was gambling, so mm. it just all end up one vicious circle. But you end up surrounding yourself with people who party as well because it doesn't feel as bad then. But deep yeah. inside, you kind of know it's fucking wrong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What kind of stuff were you taking? Just with Charlie? Ahan. Ahan, like. Ahan, ahan, Like, it was ma mainly, mainly Charlie, yeah, but like, ahan. I mean, back in the day, everything was everything. Was everything you know what I mean? Like, you took anything, but. You get it for nothing? Eh, like, back in the day, yeah, but like. But like, there used to just be like, you just, just in things, you just, it was a collective buy, you know what I mean? Like, let's go, we're going on tour, let's bank, you know what I mean? But, I mean, you know, there's stuff that I didn't, I didn't like to admit to some of the stuff I'd done, but like, I mean, I didn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of people that even were, back in the day, were kind of dabbling or now gone, do you know what I mean? Indeed. Yeah, like yeah. fucking loads of people, so it's like, it's kind of, I got a, I got a wee flag for years, but, Kind of wouldn't really touch, even there's after when it was still on the channel, I wouldn't stuff touch any other stuff. It's like it's the well dodgy, but there's it's only a, hand, a handful of people that get took a while. Yeah. I mean, and it's like fuck that. I mean, it's a slippery slope, but it if it starts off maybe people smoking joints and all or whatever, and then it goes to you know yourself goes to smack or crack whatever. Yeah. It's a slippery slope, man, because we're constantly searching as human beings. We search for stuff. We search. How did I feel good? For me, it was I was searching for all the wrong stuff mm. because every time I was doing it, it was just take make me feel a hundred times worse. Do you know what I mean? Do you feel as if your career, because your career, did it hit a speed bump? Any hit a speed bump after review? When long did you stop um, as well? Two for um, year? Nah, well, we were always playing. It's just like I think the longest we've ever took out is like a year, maybe two, maybe two years. But I mean, we done like a, like a seven-year set list thing, but it was. It was like we were maybe doing a new album and then we finally got a visa for America, so we're like, oh, let's we could tour America, so let's just go and do a compilation album and do a couple of songs and then. We went to America and I was like, I was, we went for three months with, on the bus and then we'd got our money cut. Something happened, but we got like, it's just one the tour manager's like, there's no money left, so you got $10 each a day, which is like, fuck, sweet. Again, nothing, right? And it was like, I mean, there was a couple of, the sold, sold out shows were like in, in New York, like, like LA, San Francisco, which were, which was good, but then you're, because we had to do such an extensive tour, it was like, we were going in and out of these wee nook and crannies that we'd never even heard them before. And these places were just to try and like cover the cost, and it was like, I wasn't, I wasn't making any money, and then, it was like fuck, and then like, but at that time, I was just, I was bang, banging the bevy. Maybe was speaking to us for three months on the tour bus. I just got locked away in this wee bit, just sitting with a big massive telly on the tour bus. I used to go, <laughs> it would move out, get into the street. I used to sit in there, fucking drinking my Bud Lights yes, as much as, as much as I can get out. Like, and then a couple of gigs, I would just go on, sing one song, and go, fuck it, there's nobody here, I'm off. And then, kind of, like, yeah, but like, we're not sitting here, like, you can't just leave the show. And I was like, one time I was in, it was in. Uh, in Detroit and I was like, oh, I fucking love Eminem. Eminem was one of my big influences when I was younger. Kind of like what a clean on. I was like, I loved him. I loved these first couple of albums. And then I was in Detroit and I was like, oh, I just fucking had a couple of the kills in the morning. I'm like, oh, I love Eminem. And fucking next time they're like, do you mind your playing tonight? I went, no, my plan is to get really drunk, go to sleep, and I'll wake up and play the show. Mm -hmm. And then I never obviously went to sleep, went and scored, and then fucking pure next went up, pure, whoa, like they're pure. So one the talking, the hill tour, and it was like, even then, I was like, "Mon, just can't try to get a wee pal." They're like, "No, nah, because your pal wants to go get wrecked." And I was like, well, "At least come to the pub with us or something like that." So, I mean, now and again, I'd like Kieran and Peter now would be, "Ah, oh, mon, can do something." But they were a while like, and they'd be a while like going to see the Washington D.C. buildings and on, and, 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 and I was just 
crumbled up in bed. Mm. I mean, and I'd get up at night and go out and just fucking mm. go to strip bars and all that. Just <laughs> mental. Were you the hardcore man in the band? Well, I've, I've been hardcore, like, like that. Everyone's pretty hardcore, do you know what I mean? It's like everyone goes through phases, even if you want to stay off it for a bit. Mm. And you're like, even a tour, and if you're like, nah, I've heard it too hard, I'm going to stay off it for a few mm. days, rejuvenate, can get out of that. And then somebody's like, ah. Pete's just been in the match, he's like, fucking Celtic have just won. Fucking wah, right. It's a bit different when you're annoying me though, isn't it? You're like, no, no, was that what I was doing last night? Then it's just a big rotation. So there's never. then, if nobody's ever sober to say, right, lads, man, we've got something here to take over the fucking world. Do you know what I mean? If one's getting mad with it, if you're trying to stay clean for a week, but then somebody else is getting mad with it, then the five people you surround yourself with is the five people you become. So the people you surround yourself with, you become them as well. So it's hard for you to get away or change unless everybody came to an agreement. Because you wouldn't have changed unless everybody have changed. Because you, if you were sober in that bus, everybody would have done your fucking nothing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It would have drove you to drink. Uh, it's, it's hard there. It's, I don't think, like, fuck knows. It's always something, isn't it? Nobody's ever, nobody's ever going to be fully happy, but I think, like, we, we, do, we do good, Ken. Like, we've we non stop touring. We've, mm -hmm. we've done it more than anybody I, I know. Like, poor Ken, like, I'll probably get a few things saying, fuck you, I've to touring near new, but I doubt it. Like, poor yeah, we're non-stop there. <laughs> but uh, and even when there's time off, we're in the studio, we're doing something. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, because um, like there has been a few, there's ups and downs. We've been like bang, and then next minute you're back in Spain, and the next minute you're like, yes, that's good. And then but you come back to the UK, and you're like playing fucking Bristol. Uh, but then it's about Bristol's class. But one minute you're in the academy, and next minute you're playing tech, and next minute you're up to the academy again. So it's always something doing for us. It depends. You get what I mean? It's no like yes, we've got that hit song. It just depends uh -huh. on. So how, that that how is that? How do you see it's in life, man? It's easy to make it, but it's hard to maintain. So what happens is some people get a certain season and go, I'm not saying news, but we've made it. If you think you've made it and you've already took two steps back, it's all about the progression. Getting to a level and saying, fuck it, man, how do I go bigger again? Or keep raising the bar and keep going, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you uh, think? Do you think you've never had any like, proper guidance at all? Somebody takes under a wing and go. There's definitely never been any guidance. And I think we were, because of the whole thing, like thinking we're pirates and fucking trying to. But we thought we were in in invincible, you know what I mean? So I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. And I still do. Like, I think, like, we've got a fan base, right, which is, like, which is good for anybody. I mean, even if we go any place, there's always going to be people there. I mean, right. sometimes it might be, can we play up the Shetland or something? There's, like, kind of, it's half full, but you're still, like, come on, it's still Shetlands. Does anybody come here? I mean, so it's, But that's the thing, you're like, come on, Shetland is class, can you think? Uh, we've been there a few times now, and it's brilliant. Right. Can we went to Orkney recently, and it was, like, we thought nobody was going to be here, but it was brilliant. Can we stay there for a couple of days? And it was like, even the iron just tastes different. You're like, oh, this is cool. But like, I mean, and then again, it's kind of good to keep showing your toes that you've got to keep working. Like, and as and I think as, as well as a band, like the view, like we've we've come, we've been through fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like together as a band and we've all had really serious fights, like, right. like rap in the past, uh, like bang, bang, like no just 
you're being a dick and stop it. It's like fucking hand that. Like, 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 ah, like fucking shut the door, lock them in. Like, ah, like, chaos. Like smashing guitars each other's head in a mental. Ken, but like so, and we're still pals. You can I mean? It's no like, Ken. It's like there's been a few times like I've just be I just didn't think I could face the boys and I'm, oh my god, what have I done? What have I done? And Ken, and I've got, it's good. It takes Renny to come in and go right. Here's the lowdown, right? It's what you were doing. You were like, Abby was playing FIFA. You came in and tried to stick a head on somebody. It was pretty bad. It was oh shit. Uh, I was going to accept my apology, you know, and I'm like, shit. The other can, Abby's kind of left, like, you're, you're on, you're in here, right? And I was like, oh, what, could you maybe tell them? And like, nah, you need to go and sort that, right? But Abdi's done it, like, no, just me, everyone's done it, do you know what I mean? Had to apologize. I think Pete's the only one that's no done it, like, so he's alright, but, um, but Abdi's kind of done it, so, but I just the idiot more than often, do you know what I mean? But no one anymore, because I think, I think if there was somebody who used to do that now, it would just be, what are you playing it? Get yeah, I mean? That's out of order, get I mean? But back in the day, it, just, it was a regular thing. Everyone would do it and it would just fall out. But there was mere good times and always good times, get I mean? Like, but, but it's, it's just because there's after shows as well. Yeah, it's yeah. no just like, it's, it's the, the after show, the after show running. Yeah, you just kind of, you're like, ah, oh, dude. Yeah. Learn to say no. Yeah. It's about changing going, not with no. Because you've still got your full life ahead of you, man. You can still achieve whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. You've just released a new solo album. The name of the solo album you're saying is Liam Gallagher picked the name of that I heard. Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, uh, we were just we were just on, we were uh, me and my last were in Thailand for a few months, and Liam and Debbie were over there. We've been pals for years, so they were they were like, oh, just come come out of the hotel. It's like this big swanky thing. So we just went out and had a had a shindig for a few days, and I was like, oh, I fucking I can like, listen to the album. It's normally just a, a, a music listening competition. Like, see what I could. Oh, I can that better new one. You know, that's what it becomes, and then. It was like, oh, and he says, oh, no, thank you. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's cool, man. It's just because it's, it's a lyric in my song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he said, if you didn't use it, I'll use it. And I was like, oh, bastard, Ken. So mm. I was thinking, oh, I didn't even want it to pick up myself. It's, it's kind of my first solo album. But I thought, nah, you could tell it, can't we? But it's, I mean, I had those loads of stuff. I don't know what, what was my, what I had to call it, almost pleasant. <laughs> I mean, almost pleasant. <laughs> Something you smell like shite in the air, and you go, is that, that's almost pleasant. <laughs> yeah, I like that, but uh, I'm not sure. It's like hops, kind of like hops. You didn't care, it was good. I can it's creating beer, but, and I kind of like beer, but is it, is it pleasant? It's almost pleasant. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> mm. How long have you been pals with Liam? Um, I don't know, like, I met him, met, we, we all met him at the uh, Liverpool, Liverpool Echo Arena, uh, but Kent, 2008 it was, so 10 years ago. First time we got access to all these passes, can we, because we were, I can't mind how we'd, how we'd met, but we just got invited to come back and it was like, whoa, come on, Wade's world, like, we're going to meet all places. It was like, fucking hell. It that's was amazing, eh? That's some achievement. Do you ever look back as well and go, fuck me, man, I've done all right for myself? Or do you look back with a bit of regret as well? Nah, it's, sometimes you look back with regret, but going to rehab and that, that's, they teach you no, have no regrets. Can I regret nothing? Because they jump off a cliff. <laughs> Uh, nah, I know you got to regret. Sometimes I wish, like, like, in the past couple of years, I used to I just piss my money up the work. I mean, but I'm, no, I'm always going to be like that. That's the way I am. Aye, aye, aye. Unless you find a, like, a woman that doesn't do that. But me and my last together piss money up the work. Like, aye. together, just put it in, piss it up. No, no put it in, but just like, but, aye, aye, aye. but like, so now, I just think, like, even getting a mortgage, like, driving license, a driving license. Congratulations. And, no, just, just, just doing that. I mean, it's stuff that I've been done years ago. Aye, <laughs> I mean, like, aye, aye. And I'm just clicking on now. Just about so. growing up. And that's just yeah. about a responsibility. But like I say, the past is the past. It's fucking done. You can yeah, look back and right. go, I could have done this and done that. But like I say, it's all about preparing for the present moment and trying to enjoy the rest of the future. So what's the next steps for you then? Since the album's released, how does the band feel about that and all? Um, they're, they're supportive. I mean, it's, it's a strange one because... It's no well. It's no just like I'm saying. Right, you just wait. I'm out of the soul. Everyone's doing stuff. I mean, Kieran's producing uh, stuff. 
uh, Pete's, Pete's work at Pete's touring with, well, I'm not sure if it's happening yet, but he's meant to be touring with a big Liverpool band. But I don't want to mention it in case I fucking get him his job fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I but, just uh, said <laughs> it. So I have these doing stuff, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's good. It's, it's good to have a bit of time off because even when we do have time off, it's not really time off, but this is actually like just time apart, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I, I think we should spend some time apart. <laughs> Like a uh, marriage breakup, wasn't it? Yeah, did you, like, were you nervous at telling them about the album, or did, was that like nah, a great reason? No, nah, like, the last time, when I was in rehab, the last time, you had to do this thing where you, you got to make your, uh, you got to apologise to everybody. Ah, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fucking it's hard work, I did it to people that have threatened, and, but I was like, shit, did I even do that? And it's like, I'm a manager, old managers, and how to go and speak to the man, like, and I was like, but they're arseholes, it doesn't matter, you've mm. got to apologise to them, and I'm like, oh, right, okay. So, I'd done that, and then it was it was quite hard hearing that for like one of my ex-managers, and then he was like, like explained to what, how, how I was being. I was like, shit. So I was like, a really hard. Can I mean? But then you're in this sort of group thing. I did it to the band, and I was like, well, kind of point, and I'm a nieces, and I'm a. You, you know that I've you know that I've offended everyone personally, but you just do it. You just make amends. But my whole family. So I thought I'm not just going to do it a collective thing, and have a group chat. I'll do them one by one. Write them a letter. Yeah, did that, and even some of my family were like, "What are you doing this for?" And I'm like, well, "Just accept it." You know? uh, like, just let me go. Just yeah, accept it. Let yeah, me get the room. Like, it's cool. Okay, you're not going to be getting these letters every day. Just mm. like, accept that one in a million. Mm. And I'm not going to do it again. So, well, that's kind of closure for you to move on to the next level. Yeah, like I done it to the band, and they were like, "It's cool, can you know, we don't worry about it. Right? We can't. You're going through a hard time, and can you wonder yourself?" And I was like, "What for that one? He's put up with. Us. I mean, it's like quite bad." So. Were you that bad? Uh, so I've been told, yeah. <laughs> so you remember? Um, what was but, the trigger point for you, but to spiral it all out and just go, fuck it? Was there a point? There was none. I just, I just thought there was no limits. I just didn't... I just thought I was... That's... I, I, I kind of just always in, always in jail and just like, I thought, how did I get here? And just like, fucking just constantly in trouble. And it's like... But I'm not, I'm not an arsehole, so it was like... I, I think like it's... I, I mean, I could blame it on anything, but... It was always like when I'm out, I'm just sort of... Somebody always says something. I mean, somebody come up to me in Glasgow and went... But yeah, fuck, yeah, I was I, I was told that you fucking uh, you, you you were hitting your bird or something. I was like, what the fuck are you on about? And he went, fuck, you can dig 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 this. It was in the box or something in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck did I just get dig there for? And so I'm like, fuck, next kind of can like pure whatever. Can but I've got normally got a wee bit of fucking heavy heavier into this. Can I mean nowadays? Uh, just in case. But like I used to, we used to like fucking loads of heavies because it was constantly bothered. Can we used to like I used to have a personal one and I was like, we had like two, what's the two on the bus? And we'd like like it was pure, it was really nuts. Can like. But now it's like, can I just like, my, I've got my power that looks after us and that. But it's just not that I need looking after, but there is. Because people, right? people, people read in the paper sometimes, can like some of the shit they're reading, they think, these are your arsehole, I'm not a dick in my arm, I'll wrap in the bus, and it's aye. like, what have I done to you? Uh, mud sticks, mm. but, so the, you know the press, yeah, I know that. that's only way they say, always through negative or whatever. So if the mud sticks, so people read what they believe, and they go, people's automatically go, I'm, I'm going to call him out when I see him. Yeah. But then, then you start to get a chip on your shoulder and think everybody's looking at you and he's, the paranoia kicks in and all. Yeah, so that's why if you have a baby in the pub or whatever, then you've got that I don't give a fuck mentality. Yeah. Because I don't care if anybody's going to say it, so you're prepared. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Do you know what I mean? But I think nowadays, like, and, and like, even in Dundee, I used to go put my head up and, like, scared to go about and just waiting on the next thing happening. But now it's like, can I think, like, but I've, I've no been a recluse and just got even in Glasgow there's certain pubs I wouldn't go into and that but now I'm like if it's, somebody wants to speak to us they speak to us but I used to get scared mm-hmm. and I was like a wee fucking exactly, scared right. boy yeah but I was like wait because I didn't have day on that anymore like kind of it's like now I'm just like can I, I embrace it can I wait that so can Vemby wants the photo come up <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so when's it so you're gigging now you're, so, you're selling out arenas now you're getting the album on tour what's this, where's, the, where's the next gig this weekend isn't it um, Falkirk is this weekend, then going to London, then it's like a wee sort of UK thing, 
just as this is sort of tester with the band and stuff, mm -hmm. then there'll be bigger there'll be bigger dates in it at the start of next year. Right. This is just sort of like just right. breaking in, and then we'll be going to Asia and Russia and. Europe and shit. Just the same old what you do. Yeah, that's what you do. So have you got a new band? Or it's... Got a new band, yeah. Like, sorry, they're, they're just like sessions. Are they sober? Yeah, they're not sober, <laughs> They're not sober, right? Until after the show. Yeah. But even then, because I had, I had, my, I had my, my, my brother and, and I got another couple of guys in and, and us together, can be like, we were like, wow, it was a party. Even in rehearsals, it was like, let's get the beers first. Mm -hmm. It's like, so you can't really... I'm not sure I've been through so many band members like trying to get the right ones. But I think I Maybe think it's I, just you. Maybe it's just you. <laughs> no, I was like, just like that. It's just like, fuck knows, but we're, I think I've put the nail on the head. So it's, we're some good together because it's not about this new band is about. Uh, so see, with the view, every record we sort of progressed a wee bit in harmonies, playing, and then just getting better with instruments, Ken, because we all sort of grew up together playing together. Aye, aye. So everything we progressed together. So with, so we just, every album you could hear the difference. It's like more harmonies or there's more, more whatever, you know what I mean, mere strings and stuff. Mm -hmm. So with this, with this new album, it was kind of just me doing it and I, I do all the vocals on it, so that's normally, normally the boys would do that, but now I sort of know what, what I want it to sound like. So now it's like going with the new band, it's like you've got to do this and that, so I had to get the right band members to be able to do it, to pick the right, the people that could sing the right bits, you know what I mean? So it's not really about the playing, it's about all these mental vocals and it's like that, trying to recreate the song and trying to, yeah. so it's, okay, it's kind Is of, that a new Splinter album? Is it something different for you, if you would it's, produce? It's normally, so normally like, with hey, with the view have got a formula. It's not. I'm not sure what the formula is, but we'd, we'd stick with hey, like a guitar solo. With with, with I find a, a, a drum beat kind of all this, and it wasn't about that. It was about writing the song and then adding what was needed to it. Do you get what I mean? And it was like strings, and I wrote other string parts on like this Melaton thing, which is like an old. It was in recorded in Paul Weller's studio in Blackburn in Surrey, and it was like this old like Melaton, which was Paul McCartney's, and it's like it's like a tape thing. So I recorded other strings on that, and then once I wrote other harmony parts and stuff, I gave them to the 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 Cairn strings and they. They like this. It was recorded in Glasgow and Chem Chem Nineteen, and they they done all the string parts and like padded it out and made it sound like that. Because originally I wanted to sound like sort of like uh, the Beatles sort of like went uh, Sergeant Pepper, but oh, that's the hardest thing in the world today because it's the greatest album ever. So I mean that's what I had in mind, but then it ended up becoming more poppy, which is kind of like, I'm a big big fan of like crowded house, beautiful south, squeeze and stuff, kind of that kind of thing. So that was kind of what I was going for, kind of sort of like sort of serious, but. Kind of cheeky. Yeah, I mean, a personal album as well. Is it a bit mere you, a bit mere? Well, all the songs are about me. See, like Aye. that was that's it's like weird. Somebody somebody wrote um, it's because I I done this interview in Glasgow recently where I was going ah I'm a narcissist just joking it was a joke and everybody laughed there was a big crowd of people it was about six hundred people and I was going I'm a narcissist and everybody's laughing so I went oh keep saying that keeps this working I mean I'm a narcissist I'm going oh go for it and I was like oh this is working Ken. and then somebody went ah hey, that Faulkner's no bad but he's a fucking he's a narcissist gun isn't he and I was fucking joking there okay there's like but it's quite narcissistic the record it's, a, it's me singing about myself so normally Kieran makes some songs. Like and now Pete's writing as well, so it's and then you've got there's there's a mix and Kieran will put in a bit of my song and I'll put in a bit of his and there's that whole thing and it's it's a band mentality. This is none of that. It's just me and it's a bit problems I've had in the past be well, do you know what I mean? And it's it's kind of it's like no thank you. We've overcome <laughs> like, them as well. Yeah, I mean as yeah again as still is one of these things you didn't get ever know if you've really over, mm -hmm. overcome anything or it's, it's hard to understand what the problem is in your right. mind because everything is the mindset mind. but I keep on oh, no, I say it every, every show mate everything is the mindset it's what you believe everything you battle up here I just read that uh, six guys have committed suicide in the last week through have committed the army everything is okay. all these demons that we're battling that's where I think all the drugs all the drink we're searching mate because we want to take these voices we want to get them away man we want to feel at peace and at calm but 
we can't really do that because we don't really know what our path is in life. But for, for talking for experience, when I stop talking about stuff, you start getting aware, you start getting clarity, and you start going, wait a minute, man, I'm starting to feel good. I've never felt this. Is this what it really feels like? Because we, we tell that much lies that we're fine, we're fine. So you're like an onion, you wrap yourself in layers and layers. So when you stop all the madness or try to change or do new things, you have to unravel all that madness, then you start figuring out who the fuck you're again, which is a difficult thing to do. It's difficult. Except you were an asshole in the past. Do you know what I mean? You put your hands up, it's difficult, but then you start getting used to it. You go, do you know what? I was a dick in the past. You go, I know you are. <laughs> Fine, you know what I mean? Where's your biggest, where's your biggest following? Because you've talked about Russian war, aren't you? Do you have fans over there? Glasgow. Glasgow's our biggest follower. We've done Russia a couple of times. Um, like Japan, we do well in Japan, but. Um, Europe, just our, our place, we do well, we do well, we do well, well every place, yeah, but um, I mean, America back in the day was, was the big end, like we got ASCAP awards and stuff, which is like this write, songwriting award, it was a big deal, Ken, and George Martin, Beatles producer, presented it to Pete and me and Kieran were writing the songs at the time, mm -hmm. and we, we were and we were in Morocco, I can't remember, we were someplace on a writing trip, Ken, a writing trip, Ken, but uh, <laughs> I can't remember, but, uh, and then Pete was like, oh, by the way, you uh, won an ASCAP award, but he's kind of accepted it, so I'm going to this big party to accept it, and George Martin, the Beatles producer, was there, and I was like, no way! And we, we were in Mexico, actually, we were in Mexico on a, on a holiday, and I, you know, I, well, I can't mind, we were someplace, no, Pete was there, I can't mind, but, uh, but we were gutted, but, uh, but so we were taking off in America, and they got, got cancelled, we, we couldn't play there anymore, so we got banned for there for like six years, and then I toured, I toured with Matt Ronson for like three years, and then he, just me, I'm in, and then he, he got a letter from Quincy Jones, personally, to, to speak to the visa people and sort of does it and just well, says, says I've changed, changed my ways and stuff. Yeah, so. Fuck's sake, man, he's got some Paul Quincy, yeah. <laughs> So Matt Ronson phoned him and you got, they got your visa yeah, sorted? something like that, I was like, I'm not sure, but there was... He's banned through the America for six years then? It was just, it was just visa issues there for like, so it was just, it was just me and... Is that where you your madness in the past? Yeah. Did you ever do a sentence? No. Nah, I don't weekenders and fucking yeah. daft shit. Yeah. It won't happen again, though. You'll never see me in the fucking cells. Good man. I wish I could say the same for myself. No, <laughs> good man. Good guy now. Is there, when's, the, when's the singles and that getting released? Have you got any dates? Or when's the single coming out? Uh, we've got, there's two singles out of the out, and then the next one, we're about to do a video for it, so there'll be a date soon for it. Good. We're going. We're releasing every single on, like, <clears throat> on 7-inch. We've already done two. Right. So we're, really, we're going to do, like, five singles and have a wee box. So right. it's, it's cool as any, and there's going to be a separate B-side for everything. But you can only get them on vinyl, <clears throat> kind of B-sides, and there's only going to be a few hundred on mid. And where can people buy all these? You can get them in the Sci Records in Dundee. It's the only shop that does it. It's the only shop that does it. Get involved, people. The next tour, so or just tours fall up. We just saw it's it looks. Just saw it's and looks. Yeah, there's going to be some more announcements as well, but seeing you know, things kind of saying unless the agent tells you to get agents, man. Agent here, that. <laughs> Listen, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure for coming on, mate, and. I think you're a, you're a great guy, man. I don't care what you've done, but I think it's unbelievable that you've got your new solo album out, man. And all the best for the way and passing your test, man. And like I say, man, for taking the time out, I really appreciate that, mate. I wish you nothing for the best for the future. Sorry, before I go, I've got a shout out for we've got our homeless documentary coming out on second uh, of September uh, on my YouTube channel. So subscribe. Also, I've got check out Indio Pause. It's a, a friend James's business for dog grooming, dog walking. Also, thanks for Creative um, for printing flyers and posters for the Homeless Documentary. So, Kyle, brother, thank you. And tune in, subscribe to the channel and speak to you soon. Cheers, man.
Sports Social Podcast Network.